Welcome to the Mindset of a Man, your new favorite podcast all about men's health, physical, mental, and emotional. I'm your host, Chad Monk, and I made this podcast to start having the conversations you may not want to have, but you need to have. I've been in the fitness and health industry for a while now, and at this point, no topic is really off the table. Thank you for joining me today and get ready for today's episode. What's going on, fam? Welcome to another episode of the Mindset of a Man podcast. Today, we are talking all about metabolism. Jax, I see you, my man. I can't wait to see you on Friday either, brother. Um, But today, we're talking all about metabolism because I made a post the other day talking about metabolism, talking about slow metabolisms and what that really can do for you or what it can do to really hinder your progress. So I wanted to give you a lot more information on this and do a full podcast talking about this so I can tell you guys what's going on, what we can do to fix it, and how we can really change what our metabolism looks like or what our energy expenditure looks like so that uh, we can still be seeing the results that we're looking for. So first things first, like most of us really blame our metabolism when it comes to not being able to change our bodies, right? Like uh, a lot of us will just say like, oh, I can't lose weight, so I must have a slow metabolism. That must be the answer. That's the only thing that makes sense in my mind. That's the only thing that really works, right? I must have a slow metabolism because I can't lose weight. Or if you're on the other side of the spectrum and you're trying to put on weight or trying to put on muscle mass, you'd be probably sitting in that same situation on the other side saying, I have a fast metabolism. I can't put on muscle mass. I hate this shit. I'm not getting the results I'm looking for. And I'm so fucking lost. And a lot of us go through this process, right? Trust me. I know what it's like. I want to tell you guys a little story first. And I know what it's like. I do. I really do. I like when I left high school, I was 135 pounds soaking wet. I was a small guy. I wasn't a big dude. I was a soccer player. So like size wasn't really my main objective. It was really more so on like athletic performance. And like, obviously, like also with soccer, you don't want to be a really big dude, right? You don't see a lot of really massive soccer players. You see guys like Cristiano Ronaldo, who's super lean. He's muscular, but he's not a big massive bodybuilder type. So I was 135 pounds soaking wet when I left high school and I saw all the other guys my age and always wished I could put on size like them. And so guess what I did? I did what everyone else does and I blamed my metabolism. I was like, my metabolism is too fast. I can't put on weight. My metabolism isn't allowing me to put on the size that I want, right? Fast forward a little bit into my future, into when I was 24, I was 215 pounds, overweight, depressed, lost, anxious. I was a sack of shit at this point, pretty much. I was working in the bar industry, so that was pretty much why I was a sack of shit. But my like habits weren't great either. So I, at 24 years old, would have killed to have the fast metabolism that I had when I was 18. Like I would have gone out of my way to be like, shit, I want my metabolism back. To when it was 18, when I was 18, when it was stoked, when it was firing at all times, and I was able to not lose or not put on any weight. But then it's on both sides of the spectrum, right? Like when I was 18, I had the fastest metabolism in the world, or so I thought. And when I was 24, I thought I had like the slowest, most burnt out, most damaged metabolism. And I was like, fuck, what do I what, what do I do? What can I do? So normally we blame our bodies for the problems when it comes to weight change. Normally we just like think about it first and we're like, Okay, my body's not ready for it. I'm just, my, my genetic makeup, my body, it's, it's not there. It's not going to happen for me. I'm not meant to be skinnier. I'm not meant to be bigger or a more muscular person. It's just not in my genes. My dad wasn't a big guy, so like, uh, it's, probably, it's probably how it is. I'm probably not meant to be a big guy. Yo, Kyle, what's going on, my man? Um, the issue with this is that we would rather have something to blame 
than to acknowledge the truth behind it. We would have, we would way rather have something to pinpoint and be like, this, this right here, this is my fucking problem. Instead of being like, well, wait a second, what is actually going wrong? What is actually affecting this? How can I learn more from this situation? We just are all automatically like, okay, this has to be the problem. I've heard other people talk about this problem before, so this must be it. This must be the root of all evil, my goddamn metabolism, right? There's a few things that we really need to understand about our metabolism before we just go ahead and start uh, blaming it for everything that happens in our life. So first off, like what is what actually is metabolism? So metabolism is the chemical reaction in our bodies that changes food into energy. All right, that is the definition of metabolism. When most people talk about metabolism, they think it means energy expenditure as a whole. They think it means a lot broader of a spectrum than just a smaller part of it, right? Like when we do talk about metabolism or when we have the definition of metabolism, metabolism is such a broad spectrum. It is all the energy that we are putting into our body getting turned into energy. All the food we're putting in getting turned into energy. But when we think about metabolism, we're like, shit, it means that I'm not burning enough calories. That is our first thought. We're like, okay. So if I'm not able to lose weight, then my metabolism isn't burning enough energy, so I'm not seeing the weight loss that I want to. So energy expenditure is the amount of energy that we use on a daily basis. Like the amount of energy that we use from uh, picking up our groceries, to going to the gym, to taking our dog for a walk, to even brushing our teeth in the freaking morning, all right? Obviously more energy used equals more energy or more food needed to balance it so that we can keep that energy balance. So the second, what factors really affect our metabolism? So metabolism at rest is this long equation. I'll give you the, the cliff notes of it. Weight in kilograms, height in centimeter, age. So weight in kilograms plus height in centimeters plus age. There are some other coefficients, but I'm not going to bore you with that bullshit right now. So as weight goes up, so does metabolism. As your weight increases, your resting metabolic rate or your energy that you use at rest goes up. All right. Next, taller people have a higher resting metabolism. So as we are a taller person, if you are a taller person, not like me, I'm a little short king, but that's okay. If you are a taller person, your metabolism is going to be higher because your body needs more energy to sustain the amount of energy that it does take to even move you around. Same thing with weight. It takes more energy to move something bigger, heavier, taller, which makes sense, right? When you think about it like that, you're like, shit, okay, that, that definitely adds up. And then as we get older, our resting metabolism goes down. As we are older, this just is one of the parts of our metabolism that just goes down. And then also, if you think about like the amount of like energy that we use on a daily basis, if you think about like back when you were a kid, you were always running around the playground, you were always chasing after friends, you might be chasing butterflies like I was, or grasshoppers, or like playing sports, playing lots and lots and lots of sports. But as we get older, this, these things change. We're not always running around with our friends, we're probably sitting at our desk a lot more, like me right now. Or we're, you know, doing a lot more things at rest. Like we're doing a lot more watching TV instead of going out. Uh, we're doing a lot more of just baseline things instead of like really just like using more energy, right? So uh, the third thing about metabolism is metabolism isn't the only thing that affects our energy balance and affects our weight change. Okay, so if we're trying to gain weight, 
eat more food than the energy that we're using, right? As simple as it is, as everyone says, more food, less exercise, or put yourself in a positive energy balance. If you're trying to lose weight, it's the opposite, right? Eat less food than energy that we're using, or a negative energy balance. If you ask 100 people on the street how to lose weight, about 98 of them will all say the same thing. Well, eat less, work out more. Everyone knows this, it's across the board, right? So if you eat less, work out more, that's going to result in more weight loss. So let's look at what factors are really involved in our energy expenditure so that we can see a little bit more about what we should be like focusing on a little bit more in depth. So our resting metabolism or our actual metabolism at rest is about 70% of our total energy expenditure for the day. Now, if we add in our thermic effect of feeding, so basically the amount of calories that are burned to create this energy. So it's weird thinking that like our body needs energy to create energy, but to break down, to digest and utilize these calories that we are putting in our body, it does take about 10% of our total energy expenditure. Um, so non-exercise activity thermogenesis, like going for your groceries, going for short walks, um, going for, or like just doing like basic house chores, stuff like that, that will equate to about 15% uh, of your total energy expenditure. Now your exercise activity thermogenesis, the amount of calories that you burn while exercising. Everyone thinks this is a huge, huge, huge number, but it's only about 5%. It's only about 5% that you're actually burning as your total energy expenditure for your day while you are actually exercising. Now everyone's like, well shit, like, but I thought exercise was like the key and you said that eat less and work out more was like the number one answer here. Well it is, but it has such a smaller uh, metric that a lot of us do realize when we are putting together our equations or putting together like what's really going on. So even though our metabolism is, is about 70% of our energy equation, we still have other factors that come into play if we want to increase or decrease our energy expenditure. Um, so what do you, what to do if you want to lose weight? You're going to do one of these three things, all right? Here are my tips and tricks on how to really lose that weight if you're wanting to increase that weight loss. So here are three things to do. Number one is increase your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So your non-exercise activities, like going for walks, walking instead of driving. So if you're going to the gym and you can walk there instead of drive, perfect, do that. Do more housework, doing housework, walking around, uh, putting away groceries, stuff like that, all will increase the amount of calories or energy that you do use throughout your day. And so it will increase the amount of uh, calories that you do burn. And also standing instead of sitting. A lot of us do spend a lot of our days in the sitting position. Now that obviously pulls down the amount of calories that we are burning. So if we are standing more, then that does mean that we have to use more muscles to keep us upright, uh, a lot more fine uh, stabilizer muscles and stuff like that to really just keep us upright. So that will equal to more energy burnt over a period of time. Second thing you can do is increase your exercise. So, like I said, uh, it only does come down to about like 5% of your uh, total energy expenditure, but we can increase that, right? That's why I say approximately 5%, because it is something that we can, can increase so that we can increase the amount of energy that we are burning throughout your day. So, number one would be adding more cardio to your routine. So, if we can't increase the amount of uh, like, like 
resistance training that we are doing, say we're already maxed out, or say we uh, don't have any more time in our day to do that, well, we could be increasing a little bit more cardio into your routine. You see a lot of like the bodybuilder types that are going to be doing 20, 30, an hour of cardio on uh, like almost every day, and that is for a good reason. That is so that they can get increase the amount of calories that they are burning so they can be dropping their weight while they're in prep. Or you can increase your weekly workouts. Say you're only doing three workouts a week, well, increase that to four, increase it to five. Whatever it may look like to get you to that zone so that you are burning more calories through your entire weekly basis. Now, number three, decrease your caloric intake, right? Simple as that. Lower the total amount of food that you are having per day and that will bring down that uh, energy that you are putting in. So when your energy that you are putting out stays the same, it's going to create more of a negative energy balance, equaling more weight lost. All right. So there is some things that I did talk about in a video that I posted the other day uh, that I wanted to talk about as well, because this is another side of weight loss that a lot of people don't always think about because there's not a ton of research on it to actually give us like a proper value or a definite answer on how much it really does affect us. But if you've been in a deficit for a while and your weight loss plateaus, you have two choices, okay? So one, make the deficit larger from what I just explained, increase your um, calories out, decrease your calories in, boom. Number two would be reverse diet back up to your maintenance calories before going back into a cut. So one factor of weight loss is metabolic adaptation. And I talked about this in my reel the other day and somebody like reached out and they're like, no, metabolic adaptation is bullshit. You're just not in a deficit. Well, yes, you were in a deficit, but however, that deficit has now dropped a little bit. All right. So when we are looking at metabolic adaptation, as you lower your intake, your metabolism will respond. Your metabolism will slow down. It will not be burning as much calories as it was when you first started your cut as well with the other factors that I did talk about as well uh, with your weight obviously being a big factor as your weight does come down your resting metabolism will come down as well but this is another factor where metabolic adaptation has to be something that we do think about in the fitness and nutrition industry because we can't just always think that this one approach or just a steady line straight down is always going to be the answer. Sometimes it's going to work, but other times it's not. Sometimes we have to rebuild that metabolism. And when people are like, Chato, you're full of shit. Uh, you don't rebuild your metabolism. It's not in the sense of rebuilding your metabolism because it's broken. It's the fact that we need to be negating or working on the, the amount of calories that have been lost due to metabolic adaptation. So if you are dealing with metabolic adaptation, reverse dieting back up to maintenance and then going back into your cut can be really beneficial because then you are taking away those calories that are just lost due to metabolic adaptation, all right? So this does not mean you have a slow metabolism. This means your body is doing what it's designed to. It's doing what it's supposed to. It's not fucking up in this situation. Some people call it starvation mode, but metabolic adaptation is what really is happening. And there is no real scientific data to show what um, factor or what metric metabolic adaptation has to play in our actual um, energy expenditure or our energy balance. So it's kind of going to be dependent on person to person and as well how long you've actually been in a deficit for. Um, as well, same thing on the other side, if you've been in a surplus for a long time, well, your metabolism, again, is going to increase. Uh, your thermic effect of feeding is going to go up. You're going to be always hot. That's one big thing that when I was going through one of my bulks when I was younger, I was like, shit, 
I'm just really hot all the time and talk to a dietitian about it and they're just like, well, that could be where you're losing a lot of energy. When you do have too high of a body temperature, well, your body is using that energy. Energy isn't lost, it is then used, right? So if we are not losing energy, it has to be used somehow. So that is being used as heat. Now heat can be put out into the air and it is still heat, right? So we are still using that energy to create this heat. So by seeing that me uh, metabolism isn't the only factor in our weight loss journey, we can really feel like we have more control of the situation. We won't feel like we're so lost and so, um, like, not so that it's not going to happen for us, right? Um, we can understand why our bodies really aren't changing the way that we want to, or why it's not changing the same way it did right off the start. Because everyone does think like, oh, I just I was losing weight for the last month, or the last three months, or the last six months, and now it's plateaued. So why is that happening? And a lot of us can really become frustrated with the process. So this can really help us become less frustrated and become more calculated with what we're doing and what our energy input and, and output really does look like. And at the end of the day, men and adults solve problems. Boys will make excuses. So I really hope this cleared up the air for your thoughts on your metabolism and what you can really do to change it. This can really be a big impact for you if you are trying to go through a weight loss journey or a weight gain journey and you're like, shit, it's just not happening for me right now. Using those couple tips that I did add in there for you can really change the game for you and really make sure that you are still seeing the weight loss that you're looking for. But that is all I have for you today, fam. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to y'all later on. Peace out. Much love. It's your boy, Chattel Monk. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you liked it, please do me a favor, like, subscribe, and share it to a friend or to your story and tag me at Fitness. Every one of these things really helps me out as a creator. Also, if you're interested in leveling up your life, nutrition, and fitness, send me a DM with the word discipline to learn more about how my coaching can improve your life.